Hey guys, Michael here with WeddingVideographySchool.com. Hope you guys are having a great week. I know I am. Uh, I'm actually sitting in my car at a doctor's office. Uh, got here a little bit early and um, thought I'd make the most of my time. So, uh, I had a phone call with a friend of mine slash contractor that I hire out to do some weddings with me. And she's just kind of getting into wedding videography herself. Um, and she was telling me that she's got this client who I think she kind of knows this these this couple um, on a personal level. Uh, but I think it's more of like an acquaintance kind of situation. And it's her first like wedding client really. Um, and she basically said that the couple thought that they were going to get a longer video from her, about 30 minutes. Um, but what my friend is telling me is that she said she was going to do a three to four minute highlight video, like a short one, and then like a longer 10 minute version. Um, and so I guess when she delivered the product, uh, the client what, like kind of emailed her and was like, I'm disappointed because, you know, I thought I was going to get this longer video. And so I was talking to this friend of mine and, you know, uh, I find out that she didn't have a contract with uh, the client, which obviously she knows that she should have. And um, if you guys don't have a contract, hit up weddingvideographyschool.com slash contract and you can download a contract there. Uh, best 49 bucks you will spend by far. Uh, and so she, she didn't have a contract um, and she says that she doesn't really know what to do because she's already spent a bunch of time uh, editing the two videos that she made. And now the client basically wants like uh, a longer 30 minute version. And she said, you know, she's just getting into this business and she spent a bunch of money on gear. She spent a bunch of money on all sorts of startup costs. And so she's just like feeling feeling the pinch basically because uh, you know, if she has to license a bunch more songs for, you know, this client, it's going to cost, you know, like a couple hundred bucks more. And on top of all that, uh, the client is requesting that she used mu that she uses music that she knows she can't get a license to. Right. So, um, there's like six or so songs that the client wants her to use. And so, I know that this kind of thing has happened to me, maybe not in the same exact manner, not the exact same situation, but I have had similar things happen to me. And so I, I gave her some advice and I figured I would share that advice with you guys, uh, in case anybody is going through something similar. Uh, obviously get a contract. That's my f number one piece of advice. That way, you know, when somebody comes back and says, oh, I thought I was getting this, this, and this, you can say, no, here, here's a copy of the contract. Uh, you're getting this, this, and this. And actually, I've noticed that on, uh, you know, on my 17 hat software, my client management software, I can actually see when a client views a contract. So, it's not uncommon for me to see that a client has viewed a contract, um, maybe, you know, a couple weeks leading up to the wedding. And then sometimes I can see that they've seen the contract or looked at it, um, you know, maybe 
a few weeks after the wedding, right? So I think a couple weeks before they're reviewing it, making sure that, um, and they're not telling me that they're doing this, but I can see that they're doing it. Um, and that they're just reviewing it to be like, okay, what, what are we getting again? I don't remember. Or how much do I owe again? I don't remember. And then a few weeks later, they'll do it again because they'll be like, when, when are we supposed to get this video? I don't remember. Let's see if it's in the contract. So I know clients are looking and referencing that stuff. And so if you have a contract, um, it just makes it so much easier. There's no like he said, she said, or confusion about anything because it's, it's right there. It's written down and it's been signed by both parties. Um, so that's advice number, <laughs> advice, first part of advice right there. Uh, second, you know, as far as, I have two more thoughts, and one is about the music. Obviously, you don't want to use music that you can't license. However, there have been a couple occasions where I have done this myself. Um, but with the agreement that the videos would not be shared online, that they would be only for personal use, right? So if somebody says to me, Hey, we want this video, it's really, but you know, this is a private video for us and our family. We're not going to share it with, um, you know, we're not going to post it online. I'm a little more willing to do it then, but even, but like now I really don't do that very often. Um, it's pretty rare actually, because I feel like the risk is still there. Like you, like that person could just lie to you and say, they're not going to post it online and they go post it online. And you know, the, the odds of me being sued over it are probably pretty slim, you know, being sued by the artist or the record label or whoever, um, probably slim. Uh, I'll concede that, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of risk without much of an upside, right? Um, but you know, you kind of got to balance that with customer satisfaction and customer service. Um, now I'm not saying let the clients walk all over you. I think there's definitely a thin line between letting the client, um, push you over and get their way when maybe they shouldn't versus you doing everything you can to make them happy. Uh, and I think there are ways to do that. So, um, you know, I told her, I think, I think she's disappointed because she knows that it's going to be a bunch more work for her, right? Because she already spent a bunch of time working on these two other videos and having to do a third longer edit. Um, is just, it's, it's tough, right? And, but here's the deal. Here's, here's what I think. I think that in this industry, um, customer satisfaction is of the utmost importance. Now, again, I'm not saying that you let clients walk all over you or you do anything illegal that you shouldn't do. Um, but find a way, I told her this, I said, find a way to make sure that the client is happy and let them know like find a way to make them feel like you really do care about them. Even, even if you're pissed, right? Like even if you're angry and you're upset and you're like, this is bullshit. Like I already did all this work and blah, blah, blah. Like find a way to get the clients to feel like you care about them. Cause I will tell you like, you know, for if you go to a restaurant and you Google it beforehand and you see that the restaurant has 3.9 stars, you're like, eh, okay, I'll, I'll still give it a shot. But if you Google, like when brides are Googling wedding videographers, they're not going to go with the person that has 3.9 stars. 
uh, they're going to go with the person who has 4.9 stars or five point, you know, five stars out of five. Like it's not, it, it's one of these industries where your reputation is everything. So, um, find a way to make your clients happy. Uh, and that was my advice. And that's, that's just something that I think is so important. Um, and yeah, there's been times where I've had to redo videos. Um, I've had to make huge edits that I thought, uh, this isn't really going to make the video better. Sometimes, you know, actually sometimes I was kind of surprised and some of the edits that I, that the clients requested actually did make the video better. Um, but, uh, there are a significant of edits that I've done where I'm like, this is making the video worse, you know? Um, so that's obviously not the version. I keep all the versions that I do and the version that I like the best is what I use on my website or that I keep. Um, and the client can have the other version. They can share it if they want, but you know, I, I don't typically share versions that I don't like. So, um, yeah, I think it's, and part of it's just ego, right? Like I'm working on a project for a friend of mine, um, that I didn't shoot. I didn't like come up with the concept. I, I'm just doing the edit and I know it's going to be like really bad. It's not going to turn out well. And I'm scared that this person's going to put it online and like credit me and be like, Hey, Michael did the editing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Ooh, I do not want to be, <laughs> I like, don't want to be associated with it. Right. But if, on the other hand, I also don't want to hurt this p person's feelings, um, and tell them not to like mention me in this, you know, video or in any posts or whatever. So I'm just going to do the video and whatever people think about me, if they think my editing sucks, which I think this project's just going to be super lame. So, uh, whatever, then you know what? So be it. So be it. Um, I'll get over it. And people who know me and who actually look at my work are going to know that I didn't really have a whole lot to do with this project. So I think, you know, our egos and our pride kind of gets in the way sometimes of us making good decisions. And when it comes to wedding videography, the best, the most absolutely critical, crucial, uh, uh, decision you can make is in regards to customer satisfaction. So, um, just remind you guys, like find a way to make your clients feel like you care, even if you're like, I will never work with these people again, or I hope I never see these people again. <laughs> um, cause there's been, I've definitely had a couple clients like that where I was like, man, I hope, I hope I never run into them out and about or anything like that. Cause like, they're just so annoying, but yeah, it happens. Um, just, just figure it out, put your head down, do some more work and, and it'll, it'll work out. Um, all right, guys, I got to head into this doctor's appointment. So till next time, later. Later.